Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive, important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint, They're changing the American Eagle design next year, so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around, so it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, things things aren't topsy turvy enough. We're going to talk about the economy today, and you almost needed about five GPSs to navigate your way through all the changes. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like this. I've tried to keep up with this. I'm usually pretty good at staying on top of things, and I'll believe something to be true. And three days later, I'll find out. Oh no, this trend has changed again. And here to help us sort it all out in these very confusing times. And that makes this a very important interview because forewarned is forearmed and the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Well, if you listen here, that won't happen to you. So we have Robert Kudla from Trade Genius here to tell us what's going on. Bob, welcome to the show. And I, I have to tell you, I've been in broadcasting since 2007 and I've never seen anything like this. And this includes the 2009 Obama disaster. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, look, the um, the interventioners are going to intervention themselves into a into a recession or or hyperinflation. So they're we're, they're now madly swinging to try to control all aspects of everyone's life, economically, politically, socially, and and it's it's like water going through their fingers. And and I think we're at a point now where. Uh, like the Greek mythology of Sisyphus, the rocks on the peak, and do we roll into recession or do we roll into uh, into stagflation? Yeah. And uh, and it's all going to depend on what the um, what the politicians, including the central banks, do. But Goldilocks has left the building. Amen to that. <laughs> that's 
that is absolutely true and uh and it, it's going to take the a really astute person to stay on top of this but but uh l- let's get into the biggest changes you see with the biggest implications for the future yeah so i think you know the the biggest surprise i think is i think that the politicians are finding is the the, the, there's no gratitude from the population of what the politicians done to the to us for the pandemic. I think I think the polling data is quite clear, and in London we already had voting to show that um, the the population basically derided the lockdowns as being excessive. And one labor the Labour Party used to be the dominant party in England as zero. They walked away from the election with zero members. Amazing. That's amazing. You know, but honestly, it's one thing to protect the elderly and your vulnerable populations, which is understandable. But, you, you know, just three days ago, we had Gretchen Whitmer violate her own face mask order. So how can people respect a politician that doesn't do that, doesn't follow well, the rules? Yeah, they do it consistently, Dave, and, and as if as if they don't think people have cameras. And... Uh, and video anymore but the point being is that we're going to we're racing out of this lockdown now and and in terms of uh you know the biden administration thought hey we could just keep paying people off they're going to appreciate us you know especially the 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 interest groups the delicate way i put it the interest groups that would support biden keep paying them to not work and 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 then they got holy hell because the unemployment rates are sky high. At the same time, we have help wanted ads that are records: 8.1 million uh, job help wanted, you know, ads. So they screwed that up, and now they have to relent on that. And at the same time, they have the Federal Reserve running hot on on you know QE and, and stimulus and all this other stuff. And it turns out the two deadly sins for a Federal Reserve is high food and high energy inflation. Mm-hmm. And they have them both right now. And they have, and I think that's gonna be the kiss of death. You know, we have, when you and I talked earlier when the oil was in the 40s, it's at 65 now, it's going to 80 something. It could even possibly even hit 100 at, at the way it's going here if they keep fomenting war in the Middle East. And then you have um, food prices, you have beef prices up 25% chicken and pork both over 10 percent each corn and wheat that are, are out of basically out of sight in terms of, of pricing and now the biden administration is going in a, in conjunction with the chinese to try to cool the corn market off remember the chinese have to buy corn to feed their pigs right and to feed their people and and then the farmers this was the few bright spots the farmers had was buying corn you know, selling corn because it make a, finally making a profit after a number of years, and they cut them off at the knees. It's just like Hunger Games. You know, the uh, the districts. We don't care if the districts make money as long as the uh, you know the the four the four uh, woke cities of the country are, are doing fine. They don't care about the hinterlands, and that's going to be um, not well received in flyover country either. Wow. Is there any good news? Oh, it's all good news. So it's going to constrain the Biden administration because they're now going to be so wrapped up in trying to unscrew all the things they screwed up 
that they're not going to be able to push anything. Their legislative agenda is essentially dead. And um, and you know, now you're starting to see lumber prices come off and some of these other things. The 10-year yield's falling. So, you know, the cost of living should abate a little bit. So uh, for about three to six months, Dave, and then I think we take off again. So, um, but just as you opened the uh, the show up, it's forearmed, it's for forewarned, right? So, you you know, you take advantage of this and, and you know, you make sure you position, you know, your assets in things that are going to be fighting inflation because that's what's coming first. And then the deflation will follow. But the good news, the good news is the economy. Look, I may be a sample of one, but my my daughter um, is an ice skater. Her job's coming back. Good. Number one and number two, um, she also is a stylist, and she's finishing school for that. She has two offers, you know, and they want her like tomorrow. And she doesn't graduate for another three weeks. So the kids are going to get jobs. The jobs are out there. I think that's going to be helpful to the economy. Uh, and um, and so really it's the politicians that are are going to hold us back once again. Well, I see. Well, exactly. And I'm going to give an example, the, the example that popped into my mind when you were talking about the jobs are going to come back to the kids. Well, if the kids are getting stimulus, they have no motivation to go back to work. And we're seeing a lot of that with labor shortages. Yeah, 22 states now have basically started to dial. They're not accepting the federal um, stimulus kicker. I saw that. And so, uh, but look, my daughter's getting it too, and she 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 wants so badly to go back to work. You, you get bored after a while, you know. And uh, and so she was so excited. Uh, she said yes to both jobs right away. And so they both start. One starts mid June, the other one starts uh, mid July. And um, <clears throat> she doesn't care about the unemployment money. She wants to be working again, be with her friends again, you know. And, and getting out there and, and living a life. And I think a lot of people feel that way. You know, it's just in certain areas of the country where, you know, unemployment is stubborn, where people have been living off this graft. And I think that's those are the people that are going to are gonna be most unhappy because it, they're not going to do another stimulus after this. They can't get it pushed through. Well, who's going to block it? Uh, well, they have to, you know... They they have to go through the um, the budgetary process now, so and so that's that's what's slowing everything down. The stimulus uh, infrastructure now is cut in half, Dave. The Republicans aren't playing ball, and so um, you have now twenty one states that aren't going to uh, provide the federal um, the federal um, unemployment cert, you know the, whatever that cert. The, the additional monies, if you will. And so, you know, you have half the country now that's that's going to be off that hook. And in California, where I live, he's under a lot of pressure. We have the highest unemployment rate now in the country, and we have the most help wanted signs. <laughs> that's a, so, what a dichotomy. The optics, yeah, the optics don't look good for him. And so you just can't keep saying we have to keep providing stimulus money to people when people you can't get people into into jobs that are waiting for them so i i just think that that game is played off even biden had to get out there and say if you're offered a job we're going to cut you off of this extra federal support so so i think that's it's passed them now as well is the federal support going to means test that you're actually looking for work now is that what i'm hearing it's supposed to be yeah 
Yeah. But you know what? I've watched it. My daughter, she just, she, you self, you self assess, you know, it's ridiculous. Right. And, um, and so, you know, you don't, they're not like put, they're not telling you to go here, go there for work. Okay. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like wink, wink, are you looking kind of a thing, but they can't avoid it now with millions and millions of help wanted ads. There's a job out there for you. You go and get it, you know? That's and, true. And I, I, that's, I don't know that your daughter is the norm. She wants to be ambitious and be productive, but I see a lot of people that just only care about taking the easiest route and being a slug. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I might be a sample of one, but uh, uh, most of the kids out here that I know, very few are just sitting around trying to collect. And a couple, and the people that are the most angry are the people who never lost their jobs. So I was just in Hawaii on vacation. I was talking to uh, one of the baristas at Starbucks, and they're shorthanded. They help one of all over the place in Hawaii because nobody's coming to Hawaii to grab the summer jobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're short labor, big time. And I just said, so what do you feel about this? And this is just a regular person. She goes, we're really angry. Look, I worked the whole time through the whole pandemic, you know, other than when Starbucks closed for those like 90 days and and people are sitting on their rear ends and I have to get up at four in the morning and come to work you know I don't like it at all and and so you know there's they, they've created this environment where not everybody's excited about what the Biden administration is doing for them there's a lot of people saying hey I had to work this whole time I got none of that free money you know you sat at home the whole time sure. you're out there running around, taking vacations, doing whatever while I had to work. So I think I think the politics are going to drive the change to this behavior as well. You know, you kind of inadvertently or maybe on purpose mentioned something here that I really picked up on, um, and I'm seeing it on my end with my audience. Buyer's remorse. People who supported Biden but no longer do. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You're the third person that I've had these kind of conversations with that have said that and that said that you think the people are going to hold him accountable for not getting his agenda through. And, um, yeah, because look, he made some big promises. The left is really angry because there is no racial unity at all. So a lot of people bought off on Trump bad, Joe good, Joe's going to make everybody play nice in the sandbox. And, and now you have anti-Semitism run amok. You have, black on Asian crime going through the roof, you know, you have um, uh, this uh, uh, BLM being being hoisted up as, as, a, uh, as, as a trophy to, to honor when everybody knows they were in charge of all the riots. And so he's not winning. No, no, they're not riots. I'm sorry, Bob. They're not riots because the presiding attorney general's confirmation hearing said if it happened after 5 p.m. it's protests. Oh, I, Do you remember I, that? Do you remember that stupid yeah, yeah. statement? Yeah, so, so for the algorithm listening to us, I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, but that was the attorney general saying that. At 4.59, you're a rioter, but at 5 o'clock, you're now a legal protester. Yeah, so, I, so he's not really... He, they deli-sliced their support so tight that they, they, they've driven themselves into the edges, and now nobody's happy. 
And 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 the interesting thing about it is is that what's going on with the uh, with with the Jewish and the we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time uh, palestinian uh, activities of late in the united states is i i think that's foreboding for the uh uh the biden administration they get a lot of support from the jewish voter yes you know monetarily absolutely and those people feel that they're going to be unsafe they look you know, a, an anti-Semite doesn't care if you if you're if you're a woke Jew or not. All right, they're going to come after you. Yeah, well, and, we're seeing it. I saw a video on Fox News. Uh, this one Jewish man being chased down the street. Uh, yeah, and, and, and this is in America. I mean, I could not believe this. And and I'll tell you, it behooves the Biden administration and all democratic regimes to do whatever you got to do. Put extra police on the on the ground. Uh, call in the national guard because the democratic party forever has been a mainstay uh ours has been propped up a lot by the jewish voters and you're right and with their money yeah look i look here's chuck schumer he's jewish you know if i was jewish and this was happening to my people and i'm in charge of the senate okay i'd be raising holy hell and and he's dead quiet 
you know, because half his party is, is half his, his party now has become anti-Semitic. And so, do you mean uh, that? Do you, are you saying that because uh, of inaction? Yeah, t- total silence. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's a problem. We got to be careful with the algorithms, though, because who knows how they're going to interpret this. I got demonetized on a video the other day. You, you wouldn't believe this. I was speaking to a gentleman about alien disclosure and four possibilities, and none of them were really controversial, except one could be a deception, and that's a theory. And we said, I mean, so you never know what they're going to do. So we got to be careful as we march down this path. But I, I know we're both on the record. We don't want to see discrimination against anybody. Jews or no, anybody else, mostly, right? And no, and nobody does. Everyone wants to get along. See, in California, a lot of people are saying, and I read an article saying the millennials are like, "Why is this racism stuff being pushed on us?" We're the generation that's beyond racism, you know, and and uh, so they don't understand why this is, you know, um, they're being blamed for something that they think they're already beyond. Like, like I said, my I live in California. The schools are well integrated with multiple ethnic groups. Yes, they are. Okay, other than occasional areas where there's gang activity, most of these kids get along or they just leave each other be. You know, my daughter's high school, no drama. And it was totally pluralistic uh, school, no drama. And uh, everybody got along. You know, the kids all hung out together, you know. And uh, and so they're, like, confused why all this what, – what's all this racism? You mean – the 60-year-old boomers are the racists that are causing all these problems. I don't think so. It's not. It's not resonating with the kids. That you know. Nor nor with a lot of the adults. I, I was uh, doing a uh, basketball clinic uh, not too long ago, and I sat down and we were watching kids from all backgrounds play. And one of the parents engaged me, and she happened to be black. And she she said, Coach, what do you think about all that's going on out there? in society with the racist stuff and i said we we need to get this straight because you know i thought we'd come farther than this and she said look at these kids she goes it is not natural this is politically manufactured that was what she said to me yeah yeah it's very orwellian i agree yeah so and and i and i thought and she's and here here's the qualifier she said i have never voted for anyone but a democrat she said, that's changing in 2022. It's exactly what she said. Yeah, look, the demographics are changing in such a way that um, uh, that this whole conversation is going to tilt because the rise of the Hispanic uh, population and, 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 and basically, and also the intermarrying, um, you know, the Hispanics are coming in droves, but they're also intermarrying at a high rate, too. Yes. So, you know, it's hard to say that a white guy's racist when you're when your sister-in-law is white, you know what I mean, or your brother-in-law is white. No, I know, I, I I hear you. We, we, you know, I I see it just in in my 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 wife's family, um, with with mixed race marriage, and it's it's just there's so much of it, and particularly in California, that these allegations for the most part are moot. Now you're always going to find idiots who are racist just because they have personal problems and they project their anger that way. But but institutionally, we have laws to deal with this. I mean, yeah. there's nothing that this country hasn't done. I mean, te- has done terribly wrong <clears throat> that we haven't corrected to the legislative process. It just you can't control every person's heart and soul. No, and I think it's beyond that. Look, I'm my family, my <coughs> personal family, right here. We're we're a mixed race family, and so it's it's 
it's it's it's to us it's like we don't understand where you're talking about it's not our it's not our um, life and I have two aunts that are f- from Mexico yeah so it's it's not like you know um, it's not like I don't see things you know and and hear things and and it's just mocks Nick's and so you know so this stuff when when and my whole point of this whole thread is that these politicians keep banging on an old drum. And, and they're not focusing on what's important to people, and the people are now noticing it. I, I totally hear what you're saying. and In fact, I'll just give you one barometer. The NBA playoffs and just the regular season, the views uh, on TV are down by almost 60%. Yeah, people, they're tired of, you're paying money to be abused. Um, I don't think so. So you're yeah. going to go, you're going to go somewhere where, you, you know, I'm, I'm paying to be entertained. I'm not paying to be lectured to. I, I agree. I want to enjoy the sport. Give me some popcorn and let me enjoy the athleticism. Please spare me your politics. I don't want to hear your nonsense while I'm trying to be entertained. Right. You don't want to hear mine. I don't want to hear yours. Exactly. And, and they don't get it. And it's almost like they're impervious to the financial losses that are occurring. I mean, it just came out, what, yesterday, CNN's uh, viewership is down 75%, and that's all over the mainstream media. That's not even in debate. And you think that they'd look at this and say, okay, boys and girls, what do we got to do different? Yeah, CNN's gone. They're going to go to a, a streaming service. Who's going to pay to listen to that, right? Well, yeah, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. So, do these attitudes reflect any kind of shift in our behavior towards the economy? Uh, and I want to hit that, and then I want to hit the idea of shortages. But let, let's talk about the political, social environment attitudes that we've been discussing. How does that affect what's going on economically? I think when people have a job and people can go on vacation. I think you're going to see um, you're going to see a, a a giant exhale. I think there's you know people ask me what do you think is going to happen in the next three to six months. I think it's going to be it's going to be no drama summer. To be honest with you, you know unless something comes out of the blue, is that I think people are going to just not want to hear it. I want to I want to go to the beach. I want to take a vacation. I got my job back, you know, and 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 they're going to ignore the noise. So I think we're going to get a big exhale. I think we're going to see some really big uh, jumps in in uh, economic activity, and and I think uh, you're going to see a lot of pressure on the Federal Reserve here to try to figure out how they're going to dial this thing back without destroying this this the, the reopening, if you will. Well, I think uh, the money we're going to funnel into these. Uh wonderful projects like the new green deal and infrastructure which seem to be related um that i mean that's six trillion dollars right there i mean that's enough to derail any comeback yeah and i I think that's what biden's really struggling right now dave is that the republicans are holding firm and i think they've dialed that six trillion dollar down to like two trillion now and 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 uh and mcconnell says it's still not enough he's he said, you, you, you have a lot of social programs in there that you're calling infrastructure, but not enough infrastructure in there. So I think we'll see the mix change a little bit. And, uh, and, but I just think, I think all the drama is going to happen back in the fall again when some of these politicians are going to try to 
re uh, activate some of these restrictions they had for the for the COVID, and I think people are going to be uh, uh, very angry. The other thing too is on the vaccination front, they're having polling data that basically says half will, half won't, yeah, and, the, and the half that won't won't simply won't, and that's too big of a population to. To punish, if you could deli slice off ten or fifteen percent of the people like you do with cigarette smoking, you know you could do that, but you can't put a you can't put a yellow star on somebody's sleeve if it's half the population. That's true, and and, and that actually interferes too with uh, gaining full herd immunity, um, and that's something I'm pretty confident in saying because when I used to teach research, we did medical profiling examples for our teaching instruments and. And, and this is really a problem. But I will tell you this. I'll give you an example here. When I drive into Phoenix and I'm going down the highways, the road signs rarely tell you how many minutes to the next exit. You know, is there traffic jam ahead like they're supposed to do? Every sign is about get your vaccination. And so now they're appealing to the, uh, oh, things like groupthink making you think everyone's getting it. They put the number up there in Arizona. They had yesterday 3.2 million people have been vaccinated. And so they're trying to appeal to group think. Everyone's doing it, so why aren't you kind of attitude? And they're doing all these personal testimonials from athletes to politicians. I think they're going to move the needle. I don't think that 50% is, is adamantly negative. And I'm going to give you one other example. I don't. Did you hear this or not, Bob? Yesterday, Oregon passed covid re- uh, regulations or vaccine regulations to go into a business or a church you have to demonstrate that you've had the vaccine yeah and i think that's some of that stuff's going to get challenged in court because that's a what they, they also it's a violation of HIPAA. you know that um, a private entity can't ask you for uh, your your thing that oh, you know there's a lot yeah. of case law. that's a great point i hadn't thought about that but um let me ask you just a, a, another question because I want to compare it to what I just read about China. Do you know what the GDP for the U.S. was in the first uh, three months, first quarter? Uh, you mean GDP growth? I don't. Yeah. You, well, why isn't this being widely publicized? The Chinese are putting theirs out like, like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's 18.3% according to the publication South China, which is a mouthpiece of the CCP. Yeah, and the thing about the GDP number that <clears throat> that it's it's so misused is that you need to have GDP less uh, debt. So if you grow eighteen percent, but you're debt eighteen percent, you really your net GDP is zero. Okay, and I think I think people are starting to focus in on you know you have a GDP you grew four trillion dollars, but your debt grew four trillion dollars. You didn't really grow your economy. You know, it's it's kind of like artificial, and eventually that harms you because you have to pay the the uh, the interest on the money that you uh, borrow to obtain that growth. So we're in really a negative situation where the more debt you put on, it actually continues to harm long term growth of the economy. But yeah, Biden administration was I think we're like minus ten percent or six percent or something like that. But this next quarter, not this one, but the one in October. Is probably going to be spectacularly high. Yeah, well, that's if they can keep fuel prices somewhat in check because people won't be going on vacation and the cost of everything will go up if gas escalates any more than it is. 
Well, food and energy, if, if they don't get that under control, Dave, then welcome to the 70s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And a lot, and look, I'm not the only one talking about that. It's, you know, the uh, we're going to get a rotation out of the uh, out of the tech stocks. We're going to get a rotation into the commodity stocks. All those costs that are supposed to be transitory really get embedded in into the system. And then once it gets embedded in, then you create inflation expectations that are nearly impossible to get out short of a recession. And what you're talking about. You know, and and I and I wasn't old enough to understand it at the time, but I know from the history books what you're talking about puts me in the mind of Richard Nixon and what could come next with wage and price controls. Yeah, so just give people a quick history lesson. So, you know, we came out of the fifties dominant, right? And in the sixties we declared the war on poverty. At the same time we're prosecuting a war in Vietnam. So we went to set of guns or butter to guns and butter, and it got us to the end of the 60s and the 70s. Inflation started getting out of control. Nixon put wage and price controls in. That creates shortages. Then he took us off the gold standard, as you know, because the French demanded gold. And so he just took us off the gold standard. And then OPEC turned around and said, wait a minute, we're not getting enough for our oil. They raised the price of oil by 4x. And then the stock market crashed 50%. And the nifty 50 stocks, like the fangs of today, um, basically imploded. And and so we're, we're coming right back into it again. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. You know, my view is we're at this point, they keep talking about the great reset, Dave. We're at that point where like 1972 now, and where we'll see an explosion in the cost of things you need to live, and and I think people are unprepared for it. Yeah, I I was uh, you know selling a a product on air the other day, and I said if hyperinflation hits, and remember we have 32 trillion dollars of debt. If hyperinflation hits, you won't be able to get this product. Um, it, it, do you agree with that kind of an assessment that a lot of things will be unobtainable if the dollar goes out of control? It's already happening, Dave. We're already having shortages. And people are once people start sniffing out prices are higher next month and you have it in inventory, okay, that you paid a lower price for, you start holding it off the market. So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more. By calling Noble Gold at eight seven seven six four six five three four seven. So you actually start creating the environment that you think is going to happen. You basically are willing it into existing, 
and you get hoarding. It, you know, the United States, um, the uranium miners in the United States are holding uranium off the market. They're borrowing money from the bank at very low rates because the uranium prices are going up higher than their cash flow requirements of servicing the loan. And you're seeing it across the board. In China, they're hoarding copper, they're hoarding steel, they're hoarding gold. <clears throat> Middle East, they're backing off on oil. You know, yada, 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 yada. And Russia, export uh, controls on, on, uh, on wheat. Argentina, export controls on, on wheat and soybeans. You know, it's across the board. People are starting holding off things that they think have inflationary value. And then that just creates even more scarcity because then people will do a run at the retail level and strip the store shelves, just like what happened with rice about <clears throat> about you know eight years ago. You know, and so we're gonna see more and more of that. Shipping companies have taken their boats off the market because they know they get, they're getting forty times their rate on a on a container than they did just eighteen months ago. So why would they bring another boat back and cut their own throat? Because they're making outrageous amounts of money with the assets that they're deploying right now. So yeah, it's it's coming, it's here, and it's gonna get far worse. And the government's gonna try to get draconian because that's what Democrats do. And it's gonna it's gonna cause even more shortage. You just have to look no further when what happens in, in Latin America when they try to do wage and price controls, right? Next thing you know, there's nothing to buy because it, there's no incentive for the producer to produce because he can't make a profit. Well, that's pretty much what happened here, too. Yeah. So I mean, when Nixon did that, when stuff. Nixon did that nonsense, it blew up in his face. Yeah, he had to pull away from it. Yeah, he really did. And a lot of people you know, like to say that's why some very... Um, powerful forces went after him with Watergate. They pushed the envelope because of what he had done economically. And um, there might be some truth in that. But I, I you know, I, I look at what's going on right now is a possible repeat, and, and you just said it, 1972. History could be coming back and people aren't prepared. But Bob, I think it's going to be worse. And the reason I say that is because 1972 didn't happen on top of another disaster. We just went went through a, over a year of virtual lockdown for many of our uh, local and state economies. That, yeah, that'll right. make it a lot. That's an exacerbating factor in my mind. Yeah, and, and people are more fragile today too, and 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 now they're a little under Stockholm syndrome here, you know, in terms of the masks and the lockdown. So people are. Their heads are spinning, and and the government puts another calamity in front of people. I think I think people are gonna are gonna lose it. I really do. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example that something that's symptomatic of this. Road rage incidences are up all over the country. Yeah, it, 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 the anger levels are just incredibly high, and they often say, you know, um, sometimes depression comes out as anger. And uh, it has a reverse effect of going to the withdrawal part, and some people go the other way. And and I'm of the mindset that you know being locked away from normal social contacts and so forth, I think that's had a depressive effect on people. And I think now they're rea- some of them are reacting to it in a violent way. No, I agree with you. And we were laughing because we said people can't drive anymore because they haven't been driving, and the driving's awful. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're not kidding. <laughs> 
Talk about defensive driving is the order of the day. Yeah, I drive this one um, interstate in Phoenix quite a bit, and it's gone from bad to worse. And I don't mean traffic volume. I mean, let's just go straight across and change four lanes and cut four people off. And, hey, I, I trust that they'll all hit their brakes in time. And it's, it's just nuts what you see right now. But it, it's kind of the same way too just with the way people are behaving and and teachers are telling me that when students came back into classes that they had more aberrant behaviors they were happy to be with their friends but their patience and their tolerance levels were much lower than they were pre-pandemic yeah no i could i could see it and um yeah i I think that's going to take a while so so you know i think from a political standpoint is you know this constant push to keep people on edge may 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 have a perverse effect and and not get the intended results that the politicians usually like you know have them run to them you know this, this time I think they're going to be blamed especially now with the uh, with the CDC uh, um, CDC uh, virology dude basically careful perjuring himself <laughs> careful and, here. And, <laughs> Yeah, we really shouldn't go yeah, there. Yeah, I, I have to, you have to keep with the the algorithm here. No, it's I know, but, but I, I hear what you're saying. It, it's newsworthy, but I can't talk about it. And it's, it's on CNN and Fox and MSNBC on YouTube channels, but your average person's not permitted to speak of anything that's not just straight line. This is how it is. I'm, you know, I, I got a warning, which is like a strike, because I quoted uh, uh, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, well, if that happens to you, we have that under appeal. But, but like I said, um, you got to really be careful. And, and, and honestly, too, this extreme censorship without reason in some cases, and, and I felt that what happened to me was unreasonable, that's having a negative effect because in Florida, they have uh, passed a law now that uh, individuals can sue big tech for censorship. Yeah, no, I saw that. I think, and I think that's going to ripple through every Republican state house too. I, I I really agree with you on that, and 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 really too, the information is going to come out anyway. I, I I don't know what they think they're gaining by by doing this, and 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 just the innocent mention of a term uh, can get you in trouble, even even if you're not disagreeing with the mainstream media. It, it's just you know, and, and like I've told some people, you just don't know really what words you can use. You know, oh, this is the gardening channel. Two cups of water. Um, and that's kind of what we're evolving into. But with all this uh, repression, um, with all the pent-up emotion that people have, um, the exhilaration of being free again to some degree, but uh, the anger having been there, um, how is this going to drive investing, the economy? Does, does this have any kind of carryover effect? Yeah, so I mean, for me, it's quite simple. I, I'm totally bought into the '70s, um, the '70s analogy, is that the Fed's not going to take their foot off the uh, the accelerator because they'll cause a depression, and nobody wants to be blamed for a depression. They figure they could probably deal with inflation better than deflation, and so they're going to try to manage it. But in the meantime, you want to buy things that are inflationary in nature. And so you look for things where pricing is is strong and not easily moved. And I've been on the uranium train and the fertilizer train now for the last six months. Those trains are still 
chugging along and and in terms of the the macro secular environment hasn't changed not easy to bring on new supply and demand is incessant and so that those areas we're, we're, we're buying and we're staying in and with I think the crypto uh, the, the, the crypto crash of, of 2021 was a purge and it was bought right back at the 50% retrace which is extremely healthy and and now the people that are in it and in it are, are stronger handed I hate to use all these stupid terms they use diamond hands all that other crap but now institutions now feel more comfortable getting in and wealth management of these banks are, are now buying uh, and putting their, their clients in at 35000 on Bitcoin. So we're seeing tremendous opportunities. In fact, today, you know, we, we bought Coinbase yesterday. It's up nicely. We've been buying Riot and Mara, BTBT, GROW. Those are all the, the stocks of miners, the proxies for the price of Bitcoin. All of them are having nice lifts this week. Coming out of that 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 intermediate decline we had in Bitcoin, so that as an area is not going to change. So for us, you know, to us it's it's same old same old, you know, silver, gold, crypto, uranium, fertilizer. That's where the money is going to be made, and I think those things are going to grind all summer long, and then we'll take a look at the fall and, and see what opportunities present itself then. Is this creating? This is probably a really stupid question, but is this kind of creating an alternative economy in response to the socialism we're seeing? It's like a different venue, a separate and apart, like a parallel universe? Yeah, I think, look, I think the whole United States is becoming a, you know, a uh, two nations, two nations under God, right? You know, it's a joke. One of them don't believe in God. But, you know, you have 22 states here that, are basically going to defy anything that the federal government or the woke corporations are are um, are imposing. So that's becoming their own economy. You have this private money scenario with the uh, uh, with with the cryptos trying to get them away from what the uh, fiat people want. You have the old and young are bifurcating from each other. You have left and right bifurcating from each other. So you have this environment where it's like it's it's like a uh, you know, oil and water in in a, in a in a in a jar, right? So they're all in the same jar, but they're they're leading separate lives, and and it, you can just see it every day get gets that that line gets brighter and brighter, and I don't think that changes. There's going to have to be a transformative figure, okay, or or something everybody can agree on that that's going to probably you know change that, and and I think it's really. The politicians are egging it on because it's been working for them, and it only end when it doesn't work for them anymore. And that's why you need somebody that's probably the next president to not be so polarizing. And and so it's going to be interesting to see if that comes about or not. Yeah, and he told us he was going to be the great unifier and transparent. Yeah, this person actually has to be versus saying he is. You know, this is a little bit off what we were talking about, but one thing that would concern me if I was a Democratic lawmaker with Biden's, what, 55 to 60 executive orders right now becoming law, which is totally illegal and unconstitutional. If I were a Democratic lawmaker, I'd be really pissed. And I'd be pissed off because of the fact he's saying, we don't need you. You you really don't have a job here. You're a figurehead. And I would think, well, then why am I here? 
I'm supposed to be representing yeah. my district, and he's taken lawmaking abilities away from a lot of the Democrats, not just the Republicans, but the Democrats. Yeah, and the Federal Reserve is doing it to the banks, too. I saw that. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like this centralization of power, but they're, they're making uh, their, their supporters angry. And, and, and I want to ask yeah. you about the Janet Yellen quote, too. She came out and was screaming, we need to raise interest rates. Hey, Janet, shut up. Shut up. And she's former Fed. And, and really, I kind of agree with her to, to, to take care of some of this uh, uh, home buying craziness that's going on. Do we need higher interest rates? Well, I think the market should dictate the rates, not politicians trying to, uh, to jawbone you know, but yeah, look. Better question: Do circumstances dictate it? Yes, they do. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, because yeah. I, I said I, I said I thought her analysis is correct, but boy, the Biden administration shut her down. Well, she's the Treasury Secretary. That's not her role. That's true. So uh, yeah, so she she just she was acting like she was Federal Reserve person again. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly or, right. Uh, yeah. No, look. We've known that for a long time. There's, it was just called financial repression. It's just that when people think we can just do a little bit of raising, the problem is the price of homes will drop 20%, 30%. Okay? Mm-hmm. See, what happens now, Dave, is that counties are used to the price of homes now for their tax revenue, right? And people have home equity lines of credit that they tapped out based on home prices staying elevated. So... You know, it's not like I'm sitting on my home and I got now 40% more equity in my home. Most people have taken a monetize that and they leave themselves no cushions. And so when we do raise rates, it's going gonna, it's gonna to throw us in a significant recession. You know, and a lot of people are getting it burned. And I think the Federal Reserve thinks that they won't be able to survive it if it happens. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. If the housing bubble bursts, doesn't that have a domino effect in other parts of the economy? Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, housing is like auto market. I think, you know, between the two of them, it's like half the economy, right? So, you know, when that goes, there's a lot of industries that go with it. And, you know, and we're fighting demographics too, Dave. You know, just remember, the next 15 years, our, we're still getting older, you know, as, as a nation in general. And, you know, you have people like myself who will be empty nesters, and do I really want a house this size or I want something smaller? So you're going to have these big homes on the market that uh, the kids... Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive, important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint, they're changing the American Eagle design next year, so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around, so it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. They can't afford or don't want 
because they're not having kids at the same rate. And so that becomes problematic too. So there's a lot of wow. there's a lot of forces that work here. We're so myopic right now looking at tomorrow that you know people don't see the freight train coming right at them. I know. I know. And and so this is my next question. Investment is a hallmark of people who have any kind of assets. You don't have to even be rich, just average assets. People are looking for the best places to put their money and hoping to get a good return. Um, so where are we at with that today? What are you finding? Yeah, so my view and our view of Trade Genius is that we're not going to get a market crash. We're going to get a market rotation. So we're going to rotate out of out of tech, and we're going to rotate into commodities. And and a lot of commodities are still fairly undervalued, even though a couple of like lumber you know, are out of control. But these things can go up quite a bit. And uh, so you're going to see uh, an area that, um, you know, is, is more of a macro call, nothing I can put stocks to, but there's a section of the market called the small cap value area. Mm-hmm. These are smaller companies that are trading below their intrinsic value. Over time, like over a 30-year period of time, it's the most um, profitable asset class to have your money in. In general, and you're and it's been out of favor now for the last ten years, and so you're going to see as interest rates rise, you'll see that area uh, grow in in importance, and so that's an area that people should look at. And for me personally, that's that's where my investment thesis are looking at. I'm looking at these small value stocks, and I'm looking at commodities, and and that's where I want to uh, place my bets. And then, obviously, cryptocurrencies, I see nothing changing on the horizon. And, in fact, the projects are getting more and more useful, if you will. And yes. so you're going to see you're going to see some good winners coming out of that mm-hmm. in, in, in over time. And, and so uh, it's going to be an asset class that kids understand. And I think they're going <clears> to <throat> spend a lot of time and money and effort in that area. That's the new economy going forward. Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying here, um, that that uh, we are looking at rotation. That's kind of back to my parallel universe analogy, um, that, that we're shifting just to stay away from the nonsense coming out of the, this administration that is nothing but devastating to an economy. Um, boy, I just, I, I never thought so much damage could be done in five months, and that's what we're looking at though but at trade genius you just kind of adapt to this and it's like you know how to counterpunch to use a boxer's analogy so you told me you told us back in early may uh commodities were going to ride well and what i'm hearing they're still riding well is that right yeah and you'll hear from me in june and july and august too that's what i was that's my next question you just had headed me off at the pass well how can people um take advantage of your knowledge and say i want to invest but i think my average broker could go down in flames so what can i what can i do what options are available yeah so go to trade trade and you can uh, check out our bundles we have bundles for crypto stock market day trading uh we have uh, bundles for training and and education to uh basically help you be positioned to become a better trader or if you never traded before to actually become an effective one you know our algorithms are our source of our strength and we teach you how to use them 
and we actually give you access to them so that you can trade things that we may not trade. We have chat rooms where you can communicate with us, and then we also provide trades every day, and and so that we put you in a position of of success, and so that we can teach you how to make money nearly every day in the market. Yeah, that's that's yeah. You're counterpunching. That, that's what I'm hearing, and that's the intelligent thing to do. Um, I actually had someone who was in Trade Genius, still I believe are, and they said to me, if you just can follow directions and be somewhat disciplined, you're going to make money. Do you agree with that assessment from them? Yeah, absolutely. If you follow the rules, you can't help but make money. That's that's what they, they were adamant about that. They just said, there's no mystery to this. Just follow directions. And and, uh, and Trade Genius has such a marvelous record of return on investment. Um, what, what are the particulars now? So I, I know you've got, you usually offer a 40% off the non-bundled items, which teach you how to do what you guys do. Um, and how good is, how, excuse me, how long is that good for? Those are good till Saturday, the... Um of the 30th of, of, of May. And then also uh, we'll do 65% off anything that we already have bundled. That's, pre, that's pre-discounted. And so you can pick any bundle item that you want. And I got workers outside my office. So I see that. Close it off. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Bob. And uh, kind of an interesting ending here, but uh, we'll get that info out in the trailer. Thanks so much for joining us. Awesome, awesome show. Oh, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.